one rock really felt it out at the end here. I'm with it. Happy birthday, Kurt. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my partners in podcasting this evening. Oh, shit. And Bates. That PIP, that is me, and we are here for episode 76. And introduce and on the top other of side. That, oh, no, 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 I'm kidding. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me do my thing, Neil. Chill. Shit. We finally have in the studio, live and in person... Gabe! Hey, what's up? Hey! <laughs> Round of applause. Mr. Torres, Mr. Torres decided to join us today. Yes. I am oh, here, yeah. live and direct. How's Chicago, do- bro? Chicago was good, man. Good. It was good. It was like one degree and snowing. They already had like over a foot of snow, but it was like one degree the whole time. It's like the coldest I've been in a long time. <laughs> Shit, well, bad. anyways, that was a lounge act that we kicked the podcast off by Nirvana. Because um, yesterday was the fifty would have been the fifty fourth birthday of Kurt Cobain, and along with Kurt Cobain, uh, other notable notable birthdays in the music industry would be Rihanna's birthday was yesterday. She turns thirty three, looking amazing as ever. Of course, Good God, I can't believe <laughs> Rihanna's sa- only thirty three. <laughs> Some of those Savage Fenty photos she's been posting lately are just like Jesus Christ. How are you this good looking? It's not fair. But uh, and then also one of the most important the light skin green eyed history Smokey Robinson turned eighty one <laughs> yesterday. So uh, we'll get to a little bit. We started with Kurt. We're gonna play Smokey during the pour up of the beers, and then we got Rihanna to close out the show. I almost tonight. feel like we should switch that up and go pour it up, pour it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know For who? Sure. You know whose birthday I just saw it was? Huh. Wishbone from Bone Thugs and Harmony. Really? Oh, oh shit. shit. Happy we birthday to Wishbone, that. too. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love Wishbone. 47. Oh, oh sweet. Uh, happy birthday, Wishbone, dude. Wishbone used to be like the one that I didn't care about the most in Bone Thugs. And then he went on to be literally, I think, next to Crazy Bone, my favorite. Because he he's put out some sweet solo shit. But, um, anyways, when we were while we were still on Nirvana, I thought it was pretty interesting to bring up that I saw um, they interviewed uh, Dave Grohl recently. And asked him if they thought that Kurt would still be making music now if he we've was still had, around. We've had this conversation yeah. a few times. <laughs> yeah, and E-Man always brings that up. So I thought it was interesting. And he's his answer was that first he said that he thought Kurt was the best songwriter of all time, or of our generation, um, which is definitely an arguable point. You can definitely make that. the 90s grunge <laughs> scene? Yeah, yeah that's definitely sure. debatable. Yeah. Um, and then he also said, he's like, whether we'd be calling this thing Nirvana or not, I think Kurt Cobain would definitely still be music, making music in some capacity, one way or another. Um, but yeah, it is an interesting thing to think about, because, you know, some legends, they get cut away so soon that only have, like, left, like, a small impact, like, only, like, a small body of work. Yeah, you know, they didn't one, have, like, albums, much to pull albums. from. Kurt, like, I mean, you had, like, Bleach, you had Nevermind. In utero. Had, in utero. I mean, like, Classic. I think he had more to go. My debate is I don't know if he would have been as popular. 
like not by today's standards. I still think he would. He would have be. been around because yeah. yeah. he was I, massively popular before. He would died. it be as good as like the Nirvanas or the Yuri, in Euros or the Neverminds mm-hmm. or I not mean, the Nirvanas, but you know what I mean. To be fair, yeah. he never wanted to be that famous. No. Right. But, so. Exactly. So yeah, you. I think. Personally, I think he'd be making like some like solo acoustic type shit if he were still making music. If he was some still fucking MTV, today. I feel like he shit. would be doing what like Paul McCartney is doing today for some I reason. See that. I could see, I see that happening. Yeah, he'd be sure. collabing with like a lot of people. Or yeah. Elton John's another one that does like a lot of shit like that. Mm-hmm. I don't see. I see. I don't see him collabing with a lot of people at all. I, I think he would be very reclusive. I, I think. He'd like be, he... I think he'd be elusive like an Andre Three Thousand. He'd be. He'd pop up here and there every once and every like. I could see so that on. too. I could see him like doing it for like a couple of years and then dipping out and then coming back. Mm-hmm. He so so like hundred three thousand. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see him. Sure. I still see him collabing with people. Just you know, not like that's his whole career. Yeah, I can see like him that, collaborating but... with like smaller like named like indie artists and shit. That yeah, he would, like, be yeah, trying definitely. To, like, put on the map or something like that. I mean, he also said he loved rap music. For instance, he, he did. He did. Yeah, I Kurt Cobain. There's a quote. I don't know. I'll, I'm gonna paraphrase it until I pull up the exact quote, and I'll we're gonna talk about it later. But he pretty much said like it's like the most expressive genre on the planet right now, uh-huh. or at you know at the time he said yeah. that. So that I was didn't even cool. know that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, also with birthdays, um, it kind of comes hand in hand. Death and death and birth both come hand in hand. So we gotta say um, rest in peace to uh, Prince Marky D, one of the founding members of the um, Fat Boys, who died at 52 oh, and. The Fat Boys was a rap group that was before my time. It was in like the mid, uh, mid to late '80s. But um, they were kind of they kind of transcended hip hop from what I've been learning over the last couple of days about them. And they were like big in TV shows. They were in movies, and uh, so it was kind of like a big thing uh, culturally in the '80s and shit. I was just I don't know much about them, but obviously Rosenberg is like a goddamn encyclopedia of uh, hip hop. So I I saw that he like mentioned them a little bit on uh, Ebro's show. So. Yeah, so shout out to them. And then we also got to say rest in peace, and our hearts are with everyone in Texas. Oh going through all this craziness, yes. man. Yeah, like, absolutely. The South is just, like, so ill-equipped for this kind of no, shit man. to happen. Like, And then you got, you know, people at the top going away to Mexico and stuff <laughs> yeah, like Ted that. Cruz, We're not, yeah, Ted Cruz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. spineless bitch. Oh, fucking I hate Ted Cruz I'll say it so again, much. too. But, you know, <laughs> prayers to everybody in Florida going through that. I mean, like, I, I saw photos. <laughs> One of those southern states. No, I'm just kidding. Obviously, you know, my hearts are with people in Texas right now. Like, they, I saw the photos of like the houses where the ceiling fans had like icicles on them mm, and yeah. people coming in with like $10,000 lecture bills and shit. I mean, like, this, the, the grid was not meant for that because it doesn't get cold like that. I so. read a headline earlier and it said, my girlfriend showed it to me. It, it said that the, the owner of like the electric company is like super giddy because he's like, we're able to charge like these high premiums, and it's crazy. They're, like it, we're just in such high demand, you know? It's it's wild, and it's like, well, you know, you're in such high demand because nobody has power. Right. <laughs> People are dying. Yeah, and yeah. if you still don't believe that the the in global warming and the climate is failing, I mean, we have what negative two degrees it was in Texas, and next week it'll be eighty. <laughs> yeah, what's like, up with that? That's fucking nuts. <laughs> so, so yeah, get it together, uh, uh, you non-believers. Real out quick, there. just to backpedal, real quick, I just want to talk about that Kurt Cobain quote. The exact quote was in 1991. Nice, yeah, I want to hear. And this. what he said was, "I'm really not that much of a fan, but I t- like." And I'm, he's referring to rap music, but I totally respect it and love it because it's one of the m- only original forms of music that has been introduced. True, that's what he said. That's so, yeah, 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 I like that. I knew it was something along those borders, but yeah. I like that. 
Well, um, let's get to pouring up these beers before pouring we go up, any further. Up. And while we're pouring up these beers, well, well, actually, first, we'll tell them what you got today before we pour them up. Here. All right. So, from our friends at Griffin Claw, at Griffin Claw Brewing, we have the Conflict of Interest. It is a New England-ish style IPA brewed with dry hops and with a plethora of Nelson hops. It is a juicy one that opens big with fruity notes on the nose and finishes pillowy and smooth with a tropical linger of Nelson hops. Mm. That's according to Untapped Rating. So, you know, you can follow us at Beats underscore and underscore Brews for all that uh, info. But, yeah, uh, it's coming in at 6, 6% ABV, 25 IBUs. And according to the tap, a 3.98 rating out of 5. I like it. I'm yeah. thirsty, so I'm ready to try this baby. And so while we are pouring these ones up and taking a sip here, um, in honor of the the man, the myth, the legend, Smokey Robinson's birthday. <laughs> no, there's a little bit of Smokey Robinson tracks in my tears. Gang, bang, gang. No. <laughs> Not that song. No. ASMR. Cheers. Smells delicious. <laughs> People say I'm the life of the party cause I tell a joke or two. Ooh. Although I might be the laughing loud and hearty, deep inside. Should be getting the nursing home jumping in 2021. Yeah, right. He's probably, the yeah, right. He's still got them young He's ladies still got jumping. It <laughs> Talk about music that will live forever. No, literally. No, Smokey's still got the juice. And while we're at it, just a little bit, just so you can hear it if you're unfamiliar, here's a little bit of the Fat Boys Are Back from... Um... <laughs> I wish I knew more about the Fat Boys. Oh, there's really always time to learn, man. It's not too late. always time to learn. That's the beauty of us streaming. And you definitely hear, like, it's funny, even the songs that you don't really know offhand, you're like, oh, shit, yeah, I've heard this before. Yeah. <laughs> For sure this beat's been sampled. Oh, it's definitely been sampled. For sure this beat is a sample, actually. So funny, like, You know why? This kind of, it sound, not only, it sounds a little bit dated, not gonna lie. It definitely I mean, does, yeah. of course. It, it kind of sounds reminds, like the 80s. It kind of sounds like Run DMC. I was just gonna say, like, that or Beasties. Like, I, I, it has I, like I, that, that, that feel. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, 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 literally. That's a great point because it's so funny when you can, like, literally hear the sound of an era. Like, oh, you can, like, even if I didn't know what that was, if you played that for me, I'd be like, like 1985, like 86, something like that. Mid 80s, early 90s, something around <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, that's, that's funny. But yeah, that's a little bit of Fat Boys are back if you didn't know um, any of the Fat Boys music. But yeah, this beer is delicious. Gabe, dude. I'm going to let you break down the beer today. Ooh, yeah, please. <laughs> Classic New England, honestly, just super citrusy. And I, I get New that. England ish. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get that pillowy, you know, like that. It's super, super good. Let me take another sip here. I, you know what I noticed right off the bat? Like, as soon as you cracked it, you got that super strong smell of citrus. Ooh. Like, 
Ooh, mm-hmm. Get like, like that. Fighting. <laughs> it had like that nice little pop before punching the face, like the King of the Hill, like. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it's like a. It's like a. A softer. What what's the, like a not like a cutie or maybe like a cutie you know like what I the mean the cutie oranges yeah yeah oh you know what yeah yeah I can you see, see that, that? Yeah, it's yeah. like a softer it's cutie like, it's like a nice it's like a more subtle citrus it's yeah yeah it's, it's still it's got, there it's got like, some of that bitterness in the back and oh it's just so good it's nice uh, and evenly well balanced yeah, although cuties are it. like hit and miss especially right now you you you, you take a risk buying the cuties right now because sometimes they're delicious. And sometimes they're mad I'm sour a, and out of season. Aldi, I love you. I am not a fan of the Aldi ones. I'm, I'm genuinely not. I love Aldi too. Aldi, it, you know what? They actually say that the pro, uh, the difference in produce between like the like bargain shopping stores and like major grocery stores is no difference at all. Like they say, it's the exact same shit. <laughs> in, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if everything just came from the same mm-hmm. fucking three Dude, suppliers. As, <laughs> trust me, as a factory worker, let me ho- hip you to something real quick. Turns out most shit gets made at the same places. All your other favorite, all your brands. Guess what? I work for Aunt Millie's. We make Wonder Bread shit. We make fucking Hillbilly shit. We make Burger King <laughs> shit. We make Arby's shit. <laughs> we make everything there. One so. thing, real quick, just touch on the beer. Not necessarily the beer, but the company Griffin Claw. Mm-hmm. I always love wearing my Griffin Claw hoodie because. Everybody thinks I'm a firefighter because of the Griffin Claw logo <laughs> for a hot minute until they get close. Like, oh, it's the, it's the brewery. Got it. Oh, <laughs> you don't. Put I was about to get fires. a hot discount on some shit. And like, no, nah, I'm not that much of an asshole. It's a, it's a brewery. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, you don't do anything super important. No. <laughs> Just get you drunk. No big deal. <laughs> That's funny. Just provide the party. Well, anyway, <laughs> since we got the three of us here today, and it's going to probably uh, run us a little bit longer. Longer than we're used to with just two. Let's move Shut right up. on into something old, something new. Um, I know we're trying to play like the whole song for stuff. I think we should only play clips. Yeah, we're gonna just, we're, yeah, right. we're just gonna play clips right. and stuff. That's for sure. We can't play. We can't. Rock we're not playing song. whole albums. What? <laughs> yeah, I want my money back. Out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna make a six-hour podcast. Not <laughs> <for this. laughs> it's a new trend. You didn't hear? Um, but anyway, since I've got mine pull, pulled up, I'm just gonna go ahead and kick it off with something that I haven't listened to in a long time. And it just literally just popped into my head. Like, I don't know. Like, this happens to me all the time. If I'm not listening to something, my brain is going like a million miles an hour. And I get the most random shit stuck in my head. So I kicked it back to 2003. And it's actually a live album. And it's Dave Matthews Band Live at Central Park. Okay. Um, and it is an awesome DVD. They've got it recorded on DVD. You can get the album on all the streaming DSPs. But it is amazing. And what they did was, I think it was like an honor of... Um, it might have been a 9-11 thing, or I can't remember what it was in honoring, but I think it ended up being free or cheap concerts because I think there was 150,000 people there to see Dave Matthews Band. Like, Central Park was just lined, backed up for fucking miles and miles. Like, if you see the aerial footage from the DVD, it's fucking crazy. Um, and another reason it holds a special place in my heart is my dear buddy Brad Marsh, who passed away a long time ago. He was obsessed with it. He had two DVDs in his college dorm room. It was either 311 Day from whatever fucking year that was and Central Park Dave Matthews Band. So, um, yeah, that's definitely um, an album that I love. Like, Dave, that whole band, like, every single musician in that band, like Carter Beaufort on drums, I could listen to him all day. Stefan Lassard is amazing. Um, Dave, obviously, he's got Tim Reynolds in the band now. But, um, yeah, that one was mine. And let me see if I can pull up a little bit of it here so you guys can get a little, little clip of it. This is my favorite. So Crush off um, 
of this album is probably my favorite song. So here's a little bit of that. play but it's unfortunately the live version is 11 minutes and uh, 45 we, we seconds what do, you, minutes. what do you mean unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately for us with this limited time space but honestly go check that album out if you haven't it's super long they do i mean dave dave's live shows are accredited i mean i've seen them a few times and it's some of the best shit i've ever seen like if you want to see some live musicianship go check them out um can, and definitely check that album out can i add a note yeah that made me feel like uh the the intro scene to was the the NWA movie where where oh that everybody up. loves the sunshine yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it made me feel like I was like stoned laying on the floor and just listening to some music as and the, just as the vibing out. panning out yes oh <laughs> dude amazing I always think about that like just like laying there like hi I'm like man what if I'm like in a scene and somebody's like music <laughs> you're a scene in your own movie bro yeah, we're all the true we are all scenes in our own movie wow I didn't expect to get deep today <laughs> you we know, got you philosophical in this bitch oh, that's right I, I only kicked off with one this time I had two last week I only chose to go with one this week so I'll bounce. So who wants to go next, Gabe or E-Man? You ready? I'll I'll go. My my something old is uh honestly it's the entire album Sour Soul by Bad Bad Not Good and okay. Ghostface Woo! Killer. You know it, it's like six years old at this point. It's not you know crazy old or nothing, but God, it's just such a such a great album. You know it's got shout out LZ, Danny Brown, MF Doom, like R.I.P. MF Doom, like yeah. You know, it's just such a great album. This album, like, I remember when it first came out, I I just was entranced. I was just like, I cannot get enough of this. I need another one. And honestly, I, I still do. <laughs> I think they're, I think Bad Bad Not Good is, like, one of the best, like, contemporary jazz bands that they're they have so to offer. Because they make such cool-ass shit. They collab they with so all kinds of dope on. singers and uh, hip-hop artists. Katrinata. And, yep, yeah. yep. I actually saw them at... Um, what was it? It movement? was a movement. Yeah. I saw them too. I was at that <laughs> show. 
Yeah, that was sweet. That was like right, dude. It was like them and DJ Premier was like right before that. That was fucking incredible. That Wu Tang was at nighttime. Like, I I remember watching that show and I was just like, well, Wu Tang's on next. Like, like, come on, bring out Ghostface. (laughs) I want to see Sour so live. That'd have been crazy, dude. I remember like thinking, like, man, this fucking band's drummer is so goddamn good. I was like, wait, who? Incredible. Oh god, their drummer's amazing. That was that was my first time ever at an EDM concert. Did you see that? The collab thing they did with Mac Miller that came out like recently. Oh, it was like a three track EP oh, they did yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I think you told me about that, but I still have yet to listen. Oh, to that's that. great. Um, what's a good track that you want to play off of this album? Ooh, there's way too many. They got fucking a track with Elzai. That sounds fucking dope. Elzai, not LZ. My bad. Elzai <laughs> <laughs> is a Detroit legend. Um, you know, honestly, six degrees. Okay, with Danny Brown? Yeah. All right, here we go. That's my favorite. Here's a little bit of Bad, Bad, Not Good, Ghostface Killer, and Danny Brown. Six Degrees. Yeah, yo, hey, yo, dangerous thoughts, mind of a militia. Bottles of the 150 poured over the squishers. Broken bones, the pillars, Staten Island's the illest. The biggest landfillers, we creep like caterpillars. Love razors, dirty guns with a few bodies. Teach niggas how to walk again from the fucking shoddy. Six cents, six pack, six degrees of separation. My evil third eye blinks with no hesitation. Dust bags, spoonfuls of sugar help the medic. Go down smooth and steady, blowing the green deadly. Hem we pops, isolated of hash bricks. Needle left stuck in his arm, died of a bad fix. We still rock, still dry drawers in the stove. Got bread from back in the days, it's growing some mold. Tupac's back, my Glock's fat after the gun smoke. You screaming, where my block at? Both hands crusty, need a little lotion. That shit don't matter when I mix the color ocean. Smoking on potent, guns bagging up in a living room. Blocking a flat screen while I'm watching Stop. juice. Move your big ass head. My favorite part on you and the DJ battle. Move a eye scratch you. 95 to 95 on the coffee table. Cock up solid dime, seal shiny as a nickel. Pistol and designer boxes, shoe boxes and bedrooms. Some got stacks, but most discontinues. What's on the menu? Eat a rapper like butter and a squash. Bark on a nigga with the blade out. I love when bands get to fucking Dude. making music with hip hop artists. Like it, it just translates so well to me. Like the black. Like, you guys ever listen to the Black Rock album? That I fucking love Black that album. That shit? album oh, is man. like so underrated. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking oh. about when I was listening to that. Oh man, that's just. We great. need a second one of that too. Black Keys, please. Yeah, come on, Black Keys, get some Black Rock. Honestly, out. that'd be amazing. Black Rock too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet you that they got something in the works. That'd be tight. I hope they. You do. know what? I've never listened to it. Really? I thought oh, I did. Dude, I you are like, no, I didn't. Actually, go home tonight. Get high. Watch it on YouTube. It. So there's there's literally uh, footage from like almost every song yeah. I think that they cut. It's a documentary. Isn't yeah, it? like they, a they mini, have like a documentary doc- parts. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking awesome. You got um, I think RZA's on it. Um, uh, Jim Jones is on it. Most L- Def is Lauren on it. Lauren Hill. Uh, Raekwon is on it. Um, there's an o- uh, unreleased track with ODB and Ludacris on it. Oh, that's sick. Uh, okay. That shit was yeah. fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's uh, probably, I'm looking at it tonight. Yeah, it's real tight. Uh, for my something old, I actually went to 1998 here. Woo! I know, I had to dig a little bit I deeper. Like it. I like uh, it. Old. I like the ones that go back. I actually really love this band. It's kind of one of my favorite underrated bands. Or not even, I won't say underrated, but it's like a band I sleep on personally a lot, even though they have a, lo- a lot of songs I love. I'm going to go with the Offspring Americana. Ooh. Ooh, I know, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, there's so much to talk about on this project. <laughs> like From the artwork, I just love the Parasite shit, the kid on the swing. Uh, what was it? 
my friends got a girlfriend and he hates that bitch. I love that song. Uh, Pretty Fly for a White Guy. I mean, this, this, I think this is my introduction to the offspring. I think it was a lot of people's introduction to offspring, though. Probably of like, your generation. Most people's introduction, I think Smash is probably their most popular one that broke the mold for them. That had like self esteem on it and all that. La, 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 la. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that track. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, 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 I forgot about that one. No, uh, Americana personally was my my introduction. Yeah, I do sure. love I that song. That. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's a lot, a lot to go off of in this album. As far as what I would like to, you know what? Actually, I'll, real quick, I want to talk about it. This was like one of the first, like, my introduction into like the pop punk, like, sky, like, mm. kind of vibe to it. I mean, you got them, you got, uh, what was Brad Knowles' band? Uh, Sublime? Sublime, yeah. You had, like, that was around that era. Like, mm-hmm. Blink was starting to get a little bit popular around that era, too. So I feel like that was kind of like, it kind of evolved from the grunge scene and then started going into this a little bit more. Dude, they so, were they like, were my yeah. favorite band by far growing up. So my, I was obsessed with them, and so was my dad. And my dad took me to see them in seventh grade or no eighth grade, and it was um, the '89 X Still Christmas show, and it was MXPX, Offspring, and Cypress Hill. Oh, it was man, fucking awesome. <laughs> it was also my introduction to marijuana. Now that I think about it, because <laughs> Cypress <laughs> Hill was smoking out of a six foot tall bong on stage, and I'm sitting there with my dad in eighth grade, like, yeah, dad. Sweet. <laughs> I remember we were not smoking pot, pot together. Don't, don't get me wrong. I was not smoking pot yet. <laughs> Completely unrelated. I do remember my first concert, similar to that, was at the Michigan State Fair with Shaggy <laughs> when I was in like fifth grade. And Shaggy was talking. You know, he was just he was like, it wasn't me, and I didn't know what that song was about. That and he had some other shit about relationship issues and girls. Like, if you ever had a, you've ever had a fucked up relationship, wave your hand in the air. Me. Being 12 years old in fifth grade. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah, Shaggy, yeah. you want me. I just remember my mom looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? If I be caught me on the corner, I been getting on the sofa. Your mom's like, you, who are you, you dating? Been, if you ever been caught doing some shit you don't want to do, or you not want to do, you ever been caught doing shit you shouldn't have done, with your hands in the air. I'm like, yeah, I definitely went out past curfew. <laughs> Can I play the kids aren't all, aren't all right off this shit? Because that song was That, damn. Why Don't You Get a Job, uh, Plenty for yeah, that's fine. Yeah, right, let's yeah. rock with that one because that's it. That's kind of like a good uh, deep song lyrically. Didn't ASAP do some shit like the kids are all right or something? Right. Yeah, right. he did. Yeah. I'm testing. Before we uh, before we get off this, 
I remember when I worked at Netflix a couple of years ago. We used to like change our like screen name, like our chat names, whatever, to, so we had people to communicate with, like in between the call center. And I changed mine to "You're gonna go far, kid." <laughs> <laughs> just, to, just like, I, and it was literally the only person that got that was like one of like my white managers, and she go like. Who like I I'm really happy that you appreciate that I appreciate this and I know that you appreciate this too. Like thank you. <laughs> nobody else got that shit. I'm like eh. One more thing about Offspring. Fun fact that I don't even know if you guys know about this or not, but I don't know why I know. I was just because I was obsessed with them as a kid. But the lead singer Dexter Holland also has a doctorate in marine biology. That's <laughs> wow. random as hell and dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just always thought that was funny. I remember seeing that on his Wikipedia when I was younger, and I was like. Well, that's fucking awesome. That's so <laughs> random. I'm, pretty, I'm cool. pretty sure the lead singer of Bad Religion, to touch on that a little bit, mm-hmm. like teaches like classes at like UCLA. I've seen a bunch of things like that. I think Bun B used to teach a class on hip hop at Harvard. He does. I yeah. think uh, Talib Kweli did some shit too, teaching so, some so classes Talib on hip hop. So did Kanye. That's crazy. Well, anyways, moving along. Now we are on something new, and for something new, this is another. This is like week. The second week in a row that I haven't listened to new albums, but I've gotten new songs. We also have podcasts and audiobooks as eligible now. Oh, that's true as well. Yeah, and um, going forward, currently I just started. Um, uh, what the hell is the series by Stephen King that I started? Jesus Christ! Um, so I finished The Stand by Stephen King, and now, oh no, I'm reading the Dark Tower series. So there's like eight I, books in the Dark Tower I heard that series. That was good. That's what. I, so I. I really loved The Stand. That was my introduction to Stephen King, and now I'm kind of like, well, his uh, books at least, because like, I'm really, really? getting into books. I've <laughs> seen like a bunch of the fucking adaptations of the movies and stuff, but um, so The Stand was incredible, so I started the Dark Tower series, which was ranked like I think it was like top ones that he ever made, and it's like nine books, so I'm starting that. But anyways, as far as music goes, our good friend Paris, a.k.a. Deontay Visible, dropped his new single that I wanted to play on here. And that's called Dawn. Y'all, if you've listened to this podcast, y'all know how we feel about him. I like, haven't listened to the single yet, so I'm excited. Yeah, he's yeah. he's fucking incredible. Like, yeah. I just really, really love uh, the way he crafts his bars. He's very poetic and shit. And no, he is very particular about like production and beat selection mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I never, like, I really never noticed that about Paris until I started like listening in deeper. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, he knows how to pick shit tailored to his voice. Yeah, he does. I, 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 dude, that's fucking great. And I'm glad that you know I got a chance to work with him and pick his brain about a lot of shit. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I still want you to Paris, release that song you, to the peoples. Ooh, it's so good. <laughs> Just wait, bro. Just wait. Just wait. Uh, Damn. All right, uh, here's um, a little bit of Dawn from this is the brand new single uh, from uh, Deontay Visible. Kind of like Earl right here. Drinking gin, a box wine, anything to cope. It's habitual. Swords, whirlwind, the masses. Play the xylophone. Crisscrossed an asterisk. Laid against your throat. Now you're working till your ashes. Is he preaching hope or just a person in the casket? Light reposition till it's falling off the earth. Time's finite. The grand is needed for my worth. 
insignificant the stars are what i must observe looking in the sky nights blinking out of focus it's a long way down when i'm drinking out my cup silence is a sound when you're steady looking up so watch the nightly news till i'm sleeping kind of snug i follow all the rules then pursue my day at dawn let it rest <laughs> That's a little bit of Paris's Dawn. God damn, I love that, man. He's man, so what a monster. <laughs> He's so good. Oh, man, Paris, we love you, he man. Had that, he had that Earl flow in it, but it's still like on cadence. You, I'm like, you, yeah. you know what that felt like to me? Mm. Come in, bring it back to Black Rock, right? Yeah. Uh, on the Vista, the song with most Def. Oh, yeah, 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 dude. Same vibes. Everything. I got to check out this it. album, bro. Yeah, it's phenomenal. <laughs> it's incredible. But, um, Super yeah, cool. moving on. There's actually, so the album that I, I hadn't completed it, so I, I think I'll probably talk about it next week, but I just saw that there's a new Animal Collective album, and I love that fucking band. If you want to talk about unique music, Animal Collective is uh, incredible. But uh, moving on to, I've got just three songs that I had picked out instead of albums. Um, here's a little bit of the new Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats song. So incredible. <laughs> it's a remix. Oh, is it a remix? Yeah. yeah. The, oh, shit. <laughs> there's a new album coming out. It, probably yeah. next Friday. I don't write rhymes, nigga. I write checks. Might rewrite your life if the price set. Might check one, two, one, two. It's the nigga Denzel coming out of the zoo. Carol City, what I breed. Dissect the flow so you can see what I bleed. Put it all together and it forms the one thing. One of my favorite live shows, man. In like the past, like five years. Is so incredible. Looking at your face is such so a great incredible. show. Uh. Better fix your mother, gotta rush you to the medical. Doctor, bugging out like Flick versus Hopper. Untouchable to any window shopper. Mannequin, flow scorched the back just like it's Anakin. Smoking cannabis, but ain't no journals that I'm handling. Like, who brings a composition to the competition? There's gonna be some consequences when I'm... Robert Now let me turn it to the judge and throw the book out. This you went on a Barbie like a motherfucking cookout. This rhyme is dead. Is that Smino or Smino? I always said Smino. Smino, yeah, I think you guys know. Hey, yo, I chef mad flavors. Pictures up the energy, it's like a lifesaver. Shave it off the top, it's sort of like a lightsaber. She's greater, he's greater. When they mention I, definition of the fly, that's why. I don't write rhymes, nigga, I write checks. Might rewrite your life if the price set. And then finally, my last one that I got for you is the new single out of K-Tranada, Caution. He's one of my favorite DJs by far. He just did a live Adult Swim. Uh, Ooh, this is groovy. It's amazing. Reminds me of Dilla a lot sometimes when I I'm listening to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's K Tranada's new song. 
um, caution, and that was what I had with something new this week. And now I'll pass it on to either of you boys. Uh, I, I went first. You go first. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I could take it from here. So, as far as podcasts and audiobooks go, I didn't have any audiobooks I listened to. However, there were a slew of podcasts I listened to. Uh, one of my favorite podcasts is actually Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard. Yeah, instance. you were telling me about that. I talk about it a lot, like, you know, off mic. We don't really talk about it on mic so much because, you know, we don't promote other podcasts. Um, Hell yeah, we know we <laughs> do. We're inclusive. We're not, like, buttoning them. We're, we're, we're inclusive about nah, it. Nah, 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 man. But, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed Dax's podcast, him and uh, his co-host, Monica Padman. Uh... The Emmanuel Outcho episode, I uh, really appreciate that. Emmanuel, for those that don't know, Emmanuel Outcho is a former NFL linebacker who currently does – he's a, as a sports analyst, I believe, for – you see the – no, it's Fox. He's ESPN for Fox Sports. And he also runs a show called uh, – it was – it was – I forgot the name of it. It escapes me. But anyway, that's besides the point. So in this episode, they talk about how everything is going on with like defund the police and Black Lives Matter movement and stuff like that. And he kind of just breaks down what defund the police actually means because it's, it's a popular hashtag, you know, right? Mm. But then he talks about like in de- detail, like it's not really defunding the police. And this is actually coming out for you guys don't know. Defund the police doesn't mean to take funds away from the police it just means to reallocate it for like proper training reallocate it like to go towards you know like how to handle certain situations Mm -hmm. and he puts that in perspective like you know if like police get called sometimes like domestic abuse say for instance it it, like it could be you don't know what the fuck you're getting into Mm -hmm. so you don't know where the mindset is at it is a tough job i get that so this particular episode he just kind of breaks down like he had a couple police officers and him sitting in a room, and it's just like kind of like sitting down and hearing both points of view, like from the officer side and from the side of a black man in America about just everything going on. It was a really, really informative and really cool to saw, like mm, talk about. Yeah, like uh, defund the police isn't getting rid of cops. It's just reallocating funds to like paid professionals uh, that are equipped to handle mental illness and sometimes situations that cops don't have more than – you know, a day's worth of training in the academy about. So the show is called Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. By that the way, ah, that, yes, that, that, yeah, is, that yeah. is the name of the show. Uh, I've, I've seen that. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Emmanuel Alcho, dude's dude's a great guy, and I'm not just saying that because we share the same name or anything. But yeah, he's <laughs> fucking awesome. Uh, the episode, the other one I listened to was about Selma Hayek. Mm. And they were kind of going into her new movie with Owen Wilson. I wanted to watch that. But it looks Bliss. A weird. I can't decide if it's gonna yeah. Be it's good about or it's, it's about uh. Not string theory. What's it? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Simulations. Simulation theory, yeah. So pretty much the world we're living in right now is a simulation. This is going by the movie. Kind of some Westworld like type shit. Yeah. So, and they, you know, you unplug, you take this drug and it plugs you from the simulation and you go into like the real world and stuff like that. That's not what I want to talk about. That wasn't my takeaway from the episode. <laughs> my, epi- my takeaway from the episode was actually when they were talking about how she got into Hollywood. Uh-huh. Because people only pegged her as like the you know like a sex symbol type thing, uh-huh. and then like I don't know if you ever seen if anyone you've seen Desperado oh, before yeah. with Antonio Banderas. Oh uh, yeah. I guess the whole. You ever seen Desperado game? I've never seen what Desperado. What the fuck is wrong with you, bro? You got homework to do. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> you go home and you watch Desperado. The movie's right. amazing. So they talk about the sex scene with Antonio Banderas, and I guess that wasn't in the script. Uh-huh. The studio actually requested they do that because of the on-screen chemistry. Uh-huh. She wasn't really comfortable with it at first because it was her first like big Hollywood she movie and stuff like that. <laughs> 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 so it was just I guess like what happened there it was just 
how Hollywood and it kind of goes into how Hollywood like sexualizes people and oh, stuff like that. Sure. And I want and we're gonna get into the Britney doc a little bit. And I don't want to. I'm, I'm not gonna waste all that. Not waste all of it on here because I definitely want to talk about it. But I want to get into that a lot more about just how the masses sexualizes people. You know, this yeah. is from the male point of view. Mm-hmm. So I can't really speak because I'm not a woman. So I can't really speak from that point of view. But I can sympathize with that point of view. Oh, I, I mean, see it absolutely. And so. it's totally overdone. And even I as like it, a yeah. guy that likes watching naked women on TV, uh, I'm I think sometimes it's a, a crutch and sometimes it's annoying. Like I found myself thinking about that when I was watching season one of Power. Oh shit! It was like it every fucking episode there was like six sex scenes with him and Angela, and it's like, bro, this is like lame. I, like, I get it. Stupid. Sex sells. <laughs> it's just like I mean, it's more to that. And then she goes like. And then she just talks about how they were like, yeah, they didn't, nobody really wanted from from our brain and stuff like that. Sometimes but then she it could just be implied, like, and the sex scene is really irrelevant. You know, it could be and just implied that they had sex. You know, you don't really don't they don't yeah, need yeah, it. That's true. Know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's it for my podcast wrap. We'll check out those two episodes, and then uh, from my music, I ha- I was in the gym earlier today actually, and I had a chance to listen to Lava Larue, uh, Butterfly, Butter, and then a hyphen Fly. Uh, it's like a really like spacey project. I mean, you kind of tell from her cover. She has like the King Koopa hat on and everything like that. But no, it's a five track EP. Is that what we were listening to on the way here? Yeah. Okay. No, it's really really dope. I I was a big fan of it. I've never heard of her before, so you know, nineteen nineteen minutes fifteen seconds, so easily crushable project. Uh, shout out to her. It was really cool. Is she from the UK? She sounds like it. it I'm not. I'm not hundred percent. Like I can. I'll, I'll look that up and we can check that out later. But I'm not sure. Uh, Kevin Gates had a project oh, that was let's, let's play a little something from her. What, uh, Lava what? LaRue, Butterfly. We can play Goofy Hearts Club was dope. Goofy Hearts that Club. or Magpie, one of, one of the two. I like Magpie. Let's, let's go with Magpie. Okay. I like the sound of that. <laughs> All right, here's uh, Lava LaRue's Magpie. From London. 22 years old from London. She, you know who she reminds me of? Tierra Wack. Janelle Monet, Tierra yeah. Wack. Yeah. She's in that ballpark. Salon. She's in like that that spacey ballpark. She's in good company. A little bit of magpie from Lava LaRue. I, I like that E man. Good, good call. Oh man. man, I was like, I'm, I'm, I actually almost did not have a something new. I mean, I listened to the Jim Jones. Uh, I haven't listened to that yeah, yet. Yeah, the fuck. Jim, <laughs> fuck Jim Jones Harry Fraud yeah. project was dope. I listened to most of it. I didn't finish it all the way, but it was it was pretty great. I listened to the Young Buck project while I was in the gym today too. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was the opening track. Nipsey Hustle was pretty dope. Tell you, should I play Actually, that one? Uh, I can play a little bit of that one. Uh, Let's fucking pull it up. I, I, I'm interested to. 
I wanted to play a little bit of that just because I hadn't had a chance to listen to I, it yet. Dude, I actually missed the G Unit era. I kinda, love so I, I was like, I always, like <laughs> I, when G Unit was cooking, I thought Young Buck was the best member. When I always were, thought like, Banks was full. the best member personally, but Banks, Banks became my favorite later on. Like I felt like during the time, like I was obsessed with Young Buck. So let's it's a little here. There's a little Nipsey Hustle action. So much going on in these streets, man. Rest in peace to Nip. Respect the name and the hustles, niggas. So then I Nipsey hustle. I, I just Nipsey hustle. Sacrifice my life, I can't let none of my niggas struggle. I, I got Nipsey hustle. Watch me Nipsey hustle. Sacrifice my life, I swear that all you niggas in trouble. Yeah. Right now, it don't matter where you from, nigga. What hood you from? What gang you claim? We gonna run this yeah, marathon, niggas. Wake up, grab Ten my phone, off the dresser. Wake up. Junkies at the door, they wanna test her. Wake up. Yeah, dope boy, I don't need investors. Yeah. I'm not stressed, I'm playing chess, they playing checkers. Uh, ran that check up, bitch, you should've kept me. I'm too project, so a mama wouldn't accept me. Okay. Park my phone in the front, I know they felt me. Cold nigga, shit got hot, they try to melt me. So then I Nipsey hustle. That's a little bit of Nipsey Hustle out of Young Buck. Hey, Young Buck still sounds aggressive. Young Buck still well. got it. <laughs> and then real quick before I pass on to Gabe, last and I just want to give a big shout out because an artist I don't traditionally like had a song I fucking love, and it's that Trippy Red song with uh. Dude, we gotta play yeah, that. Yeah, trip. So Trippy Red has tight. a song with Travis Barker and uh, Chino Moreno of the Deftones. It's dope. It, so as, as, let me tell you, as someone that did not see the vision in uh, Trippy Red, and I often like, I just, uh, I, I understand why people find it appealing, but I always marked it in the uh, not for me column. But E Man played me this shit on the way here today, and I was like, this sounds I, pretty good. Oof. We might um, go back and listen to the album. What's the name of the song again? Oh, it's uh, Pill Breaker, right? No, it's Geronimo. Uh, it's got, oh, no, got Machine Gun Kelly. Geronimo. So this is Trippy Ro- So the whole project is him and Travis Barker. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, so this is Chino from Deftones, Travis Barker and Trippy Red. Sounds pretty good. Song's called Geronimo. Oh, I love Chino's voice. got that Deftones vibe too. I was going to say, it's yeah. definitely, def- <laughs> definitely, it sounds like a Deftones featuring Trippy Red. The Trippy Red sounds great on it, hang on. Uh, he got his vocals sounding a lot better than they used to. And he has my favorite interactive album cover. Geronimo from Trippy Red, Travis Barker, and Chino. Um, cool. And then we can pass it on to Gabe from there for yep. something new. Oh, actually, hold on. Real oh, quick okay. before I forget, since I forgot that we are incorporating podcasts in here, um, I've already talked about the podcast, so I'll just briefly touch on it. 
Um, the reason I even started wanting to be a podcaster myself was because of the Juan Epstein podcast, which now they've rebranded as Juan Epstein is Dead, which is a play on De La Soul's hip or uh, De La Soul's Dead. Um, but anyways, they just did two amazing episodes back to back. Last week they did for in honor of um, the death of both Dilla and Big Pun. They did a Big Pun Dilla episode where they interviewed Frank Nitt, who was in Frank and Dank with Jay Dilla and one of his childhood best friends, and that was fucking phenomenal. Um, and then then they had on the following week, um, Dead Prez, and that was an awesome episode. They got to talking about how they um, Dead Prez did um, that, that Hell Yeah remix with uh, Jay-Z, and so they said they talked about going to the studio to record that song, and they walked in like, these are like some underground rap cats, you know, and then they go in, they see Beyonce sitting there, and Jay's already in the booth lacing his verse. And they were just talking about how awesome Jay-Z is um, because he gave them that verse for free. They actually said That's that really cool. Jay-Z wow. probably had to pay money to, to make sure that they had that for free. Just and like, And they just wanted to highlight that because of, like, they were like, man, he is so about this hip-hop shit. Like, he just did that shit for us for free and gave us this big look, like, just out of the kindness of his heart. That so I thought sick. that was worth mentioning. And real quick, shout-out to De La Soul, too, for being featured on Teen Titans yeah! Go. Hey! De La Soul is on the Teen Titans, new, newest Teen Titans Go episode. So yeah, shout-out to them sick. on that. That was And sick. it directly correlates to, so they had a label dispute with Tommy Boy Records, which a lot of people have over the years, where, you know, just a classic tale in hip-hop where young MCs signed a shitty deal and now they don't have uh compensation from their music so it hasn't been out you can't get any of the amazing old de la soul albums on streaming services and you know they're just trying to get paid and it's kind of like them fight the i watched the clip of it it's like a monster which represents like the record or the music industry and they're like fighting to get like the rights <laughs> to their music and shit it's pretty tight i thought it was and pretty sure cool if you can afford to don't take any advances and own your masters mm-hmm. if you can afford to because i know which, there's I mean, people in different situations and, and it's a tough situation because it's like i've got no money and these guys want to give me a million dollars and you don't know your worth at that point yeah you don't know that you you're you're potentially could be a billion you know like so it's it's a fucking double-edged sword we we gotta let it go for sure we gotta let it go moving on on. we could talk about that one all day (laughs) so so my something new is something a little bit off the wall it's a music youtube channel called zerf xpec or it's x-e-r-f and then XPEC. Uh, this is what? A music channel? Uh, yeah. They put out a bunch of, like, Japanese kind of jazz fusion kind of oh. mixtapes that are retro, you know, from uh-huh. the 70s, 80s. And I discovered them the other night. This specific mixtape is a little bit older. It's, like, less than a year. It's a, it says it came out April 5th, 2020. Mm-hmm. It's called Yadabe Track Day. And I, I was on the couch the other night. I'm just chilling. I was a little high, you know, as, <laughs> as one gets. Mom and dad, if you're listening, sorry. <laughs> um, and uh, I just saw it. I, I liked the the cover photo because it's just a picture of this, like, old Corvette with a body kit on it racing down this track. And I'm like, all right, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll click it, you know. So I clicked it, and it just blew my fucking mind. I, I made it about halfway through um, before I decided to get distracted or fall asleep. I can't necessarily remember. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, that was yeah. sure which order it happened. What, yeah. how, can you uh, see it's if I can uh, pull up on YouTube? Spell it for me. Y A T A B E. Oh, and hold then, on, hold on. No, you're good. 
Y A T A B E. Is that correct? And then track day. Track day. Yeah, and so I I was just doing a little reading about it, and a lot of these songs, yeah, are from the 70s, 80s, and uh, yeah, it was just really good. I I just really enjoyed it for for the, you know, the good, like, 20, 30 minutes that I listened to it. It's about an hour, 13 minutes long. Um, Yeah, I I just, I think more people should hear it or get the exposure to this channel. It was just so, so good. Cool. Let's hear a tiny little bit of it. I've got it on YouTube, I think, right here. So let's see if this is it. Yes. Wait, I think I have two things playing. Do you? Yeah, I think you do. I think you have. I, like, I hear Trippy Red, too. <laughs> Okay. Right? It's just okay. it's groovy, man. I just want to dance. Me too. I know this. The guitar who's a sample from something. Fire. This is real tight. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? like, like, I, like I said, I, I know it's a little older. I I was hoping to make an exception. You know, well, that's tight. You know, I, yeah, I like shit that goes way back. We we do that yeah. all the time. So that's a little bit. Uh, well, how would you pronounce it? Yabate? Yeah, Yadabe. That's how I. That's how I pronounce Yada, oh, yeah, yeah, it. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't yeah, say that's correct. I can't say it's you know or like Yatabi. Yatabi. It could be Yatabi. That sounds so, more Japanese. <laughs> I I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I could be told that could have been an <laughs> off statement there. Who knows? <laughs> um, yeah, that's sweet, dude. That's a little bit attractive. I like that. Yeah, and then. Uh, just uh, <laughs> also to switch it up again for my something new, you know, something I haven't even listened to yet uh, because I saw the billboard on the way here. E-Man and I were talking about it before the show. Um, oh, excuse me. Babyface Ray. Eric, edit re- that out. <laughs> <laughs> Babyface Ray released uh, a new album called Unfuckwittable. I Is saw he the a billboard. Detroit artist? Yeah. yeah, he's a Detroit artist. He's got Cash Doll on. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It just looks good. And I, uh, I want to give it a chance. Give it a shot. shot. <laughs> hey, what, yeah. are, what are we gonna play off it? I don't know. Surpr- man. That's dealer's choice. Yeah, dealer's, <laughs> dealer's choice. <laughs> Pick one. <laughs> what, wait, hold on. Let, me, let the, me get the track read list. Read the song title for track one. Should we play that one? <laughs> Real niggas don't rap. I gotta say that because I'm the official nigga translator. <laughs> All right, let's see what that's like. He's got Money Bag Yo on here. Let's see what, what the title that E-Man just said. Uh, here's Babyface Ray. <laughs> this is about to be some grimy. Like, right now. <laughs> You're still playing Wait, oh, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> that's a hell of a fusion. Okay, that sounds more Detroit. For a billboard passing by, yeah, the beat is fire. His raps are trash, but 
I'll edit it was, that out. It's worth a shot. It's worth a shot. <laughs> <laughs> ten out of ten would definitely try to listen. I'll, I'll give it another shot because yeah. I mean I, that's not enough to enjoy it. Like, <laughs> yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. That's just a little clip, but um. Yeah, I think that's is that it for something. Do you have any? Uh, that, that's all I got. Uh, all right, I do. I want to. Uh, well, we could do it next week. I want to say I want to touch more on the Manuel Cho episode because there's some other point I forgot about. But yeah, let's let's bat by. We're already sure. over. So we're gonna move on to the sports department of this podcast, and we wanted to first uh, congratulate Naomi Osaka for defeating Serena Williams in the Australian Open semifinals, which she won now the is. Uh, oh yeah, then she ended. No yeah. that. She beat she's Serena going Williams. to the finals. She, that, she beat Serena to I, go to the finals. I thought, she beat now... somebody, I thought she beat the person after Serena, too. Oh, did she beat the person I after think Serena, so, too? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> see that news, so that's tight, too. Uh, we can pull that up real quick. Because I saw that she's chasing after her fourth major title, which will put her the youngest uh, woman to ever have four titles. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. I thought she beat the, I thought she beat the other person, too. No, no, yeah. She did? Somebody, Jay Brady, Jennifer Brady, she beat. Oh, shit, I didn't even see this one. Yeah. So that's brand new news to me. Yeah, so, Jennifer, yeah, yesterday. Uh, so congrats she beat to Jennifer Naomi. Brady as well. She's awesome. It's really cool to watch. I saw this, like, clip of her, like, she's, <laughs> so there's this clip of her, like, about to um, start one of her rounds, and this butterfly, like, lands on her, and she, like, ushers this butterfly over to safety on the sideline, and it flies back, and it lands right on her cheek. <laughs> and she ushers it back over, like, man, if that isn't some Naomi Osaka type I shit I really right hope there. her and Corday work out. Shit, Corday <laughs> hopes him and, Cor- <laughs> and, and Naomi Corday, work out. Corday dropped that YB in and never looked back, boy. <laughs> Wait, she, she's hitting YB or Corday, yeah. yeah. He's just Corday now? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. He dropped the YBN because that whole, like, uh, group kind of dissolved. The young boss niggas? Yeah. Uh, Is that what that yeah. stood for? Yeah. <laughs> it was a video, it it was a video game plan. <laughs> it was a video game. But, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so congrats to... Shit. <laughs> So congrats to her. I'll kick it over to E-Man for the John Wall news. Oh, shout out to John Wall, man. Uh, with everything going on in Texas, John Wall, if, if you guys don't know, uh, plays for the Houston Texans. Not Houston Texans. Fucking Houston Rockets. Uh, donated 5, 500 dinners. I got an extra comment there. Or mm-hmm. an extra zero. 500 dinners to uh, families in the Houston area uh, during you know the time that Houston's going through right now and all of Texas. So big shout out to John Wall on that. Hey, also Love to AOC because she raised. I'm glad you're healthy. Three point two. <laughs> AOC raised three point two million for. Oh, shout out! Yeah, big shout out, man. Uh, Texas needs it. Man. And then you actually, since you brought this one up too, and then you said also uh, Carson Wentz, right? Carson Wentz is going to the Colts. Ooh, that's my oh, second squad. Oh man, ah, uh, let's see how that shit's gonna work out. So Carson Wentz is going to the Colts in exchange for a first round pick this year. Uh, first and second round pick next year, and oh, they shit. also got some other. Qu- they got a quarterback too. No, they trans. They got some other player as well. They got like a bunch of shit going on this year. Mm. So yeah, Colts hopefully should be good this year. Uh, I'm really shooting for the Rams though. I, I really want Stafford to get a ring. Like, I really don't. Bad. I want the Rams to suck no, because then we get higher draft picks. You want Stafford <laughs> to blow? No, nah, fuck <laughs> that. I want Stafford to. I want Stafford to get his ring, man. Not I don't me. think he I has much. The, I, I, I don't think lines, he has that much Stafford. time left, like to play. So and all the shit he went through in Detroit, he deserves a ring. No, he never he, got us a ring. <laughs> he deserves so. I mean, that's not his fault. That's also sure the, that's the Lions organization. He's, he's the contributing can, captain. That's the Lions organization. Still didn't, they didn't get it put done. any team. They didn't put any weapons around him. Calvin, Calvin Johnson won the weapon. Calvin, okay, one player. <laughs> one. One. What was the offensive line? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. 
Frank Ragnall can't do it by himself. That's true. But um, moving on now, we'll go on to um, uh, TV and movies. Um, we both, E-Man and I, are both into Your Honor, and that wrapped up. In, uh, we, I, you know what? I don't want to recap the episode because I don't want to spoil it. It's too new. People haven't seen it all yet. But man, does it uh, end in a crazy note. So a perfect circle. Dude, yep. it is, it's E-Man won't stop talking about it at work. <laughs> I, I love, dude, I need somebody to talk to about it at work because I can't talk to it Neil in the middle of work. So I'm like, all right. That I, shit was crazy. I just want to shout out um, Brian Cranston. He was amazing again on it. And I'm, I got to pull it up uh, real quick because I forget his name. But the actor from Boardwalk Empire that played like the gangster in it too was like so goddamn good. What uh, Michael Stolberg. Um, he played Tommy in it, and man, he was—he's awesome in Boardwalk. He was awesome in this. He played a very convincing uh, mobster, and um, I don't want to ruin the ending of what happened. But if you haven't—if you're not watching Your Honor on Showtime, you should do yourself a favor and uh, get Showtime for a month. I think they're actually doing free trials right now, so you could definitely binge that in a week, easy, because it's like nine episodes or something like that—nine or ten episodes. I can't, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, that show is great. Uh, another show I do want to talk about was WandaVision, if you guys haven't seen it. I haven't it. seen WandaVision yet. I, I want don't, uh, don't say what happens okay, there, because yeah. I want to see it. No, That's Wanda- also too new. You can't, you yeah, can't yeah, spoil yeah, yeah. it. WandaVision, no, WandaVision is great. The next, th- like, well, we Lindsay and I just watched, like, the seventh episode. Uh, they're setting it up for some crazy shit. Like, the best show to watch, to pre- or the best uh, MCU movie to watch to prepare for WandaVision, you haven't watched it yet, is Age of Ultron. Because mm-hmm. a lot of it ties from Age of Ultron and then, you know, obviously Endgame and stuff like that, yeah. too. Uh, it's really, really great. Shout out to uh, Elizabeth Olsen, who, you know, the youngest Olsen. No, I, I, oh, no, she's the oldest Olsen. She, she, I thought yeah, she was the youngest. She's the twins' older sister. I thought they were the younger I sister. I did not is know it? that. Uh-uh. Yeah, well, she's related to the twins. I knew, I, I knew, she, I knew she was an Olsen. Is she the older? Oh, yeah, well, she's the older shit. Okay, well, shout out to yeah Elizabeth Olsen, who kills that role as Wanda. Yeah, she does. Uh, they're, they're tying it up for some crazy shit. The next two Apple episodes are going to be an hour long compared to, like, 20, 30 minutes. So that's going to be fire. I also wanted to get your guys' opinions, so I feel like we've all seen it now. At least E-Man and I definitely have. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. You guys watched it yet? No, I haven't seen oh, it yet. Oh, man. Yeah, you slacking. I know. <laughs> so we so we won't get – that's also new, so we want to give people time to watch it. But the one critique I had for – it was phenom, phenomenal movie, by the way. Shout out to Daniel Kaluuya, who is just becoming one of the greatest actors we have. Like, Dude, he he's was so good. Everything phenomenal. I see him in. I mean, he he bodied the Fred Hampton role. Like, that yeah, was he did. very impressive Le- to me. Lakeith maybe not trust him in real life. <laughs> <laughs> but then that's another one. He's going to be Jesse out of here Plemons. too. Him, Maybe not trust him in real life even more. Because I already didn't trust him after, like, all his other roles. The only thing that I'll offer up to people that won't ruin anything, well, it doesn't ruin anything, honestly. It just gives a little insight to the movie is, I thought it was going to be, if you're expecting a movie to be 100% about Fred Hampton's life. It's not. That's not what this is. It's more so about the um, FBI informant that they had infiltrate Fred Hampton's um, organi- the if Black Panther Party. You, and if you are looking at stuff about Fred Hampton's life, there are so many documentaries mm-hmm. about yes. like the Black Panthers and Fred Hampton specifically that you can check out. I would like so. to learn more about Huey P. Newton too. That's what I. That was one of my takeaways from uh, watching it. I'm like, you know what? I'd like to see a movie or a doc or something about Huey P. Newton. So it definitely, um, I think, is going to be a good thing because it's more about the common ground of the poor. And I liked that part of finding out about Fred Hampton's, like, the poor against the the police and the people that were trying to oppress. Because, like, there's literally a part in the movie where he goes into, like, a 
like a racist like meeting amongst these like poor white people that have got Confederate flags and shit. Like basically like, listen, y'all are the same as us. Like, aren't you tired of being mistreated the same as us? This and that and like kind of like about him trying to rally the people, you know, not just like a lot of people think the black people Black Panthers were only, you know, a lot of people, especially in white schools, they're taught to you like they're a gang. You know what I mean? Right. That's how yes. it was taught to you in school as in I growing up in the no. suburbs. So yeah, it's, no, it's, you're... It's, it's nice to have some insight on that. It's definitely I, it was more than that. I got like a little bit of different view on that just because of I grew up in the city and then I moved to the suburbs. So, and that's another thing with the Emmanuel Alcho thing I wanted to talk about because he had like a very similar experience. And that's why I love that episode because mm-hmm. I can kind of relate to it. But I grew up in a city where we we touched on the Black Panthers a lot, and it was just more of like almost because I feel like a lot of people view it as like a gang almost like. And the thing is, where gangs came from is to protect the neighborhood mm-hmm. from police, to protect it from all the stuff like that. It's just they get a bad rep because you know all the drug dealing mm-hmm. and shit like that are going on in there. Not saying Black Panthers didn't do that; they were all about protecting the community and yeah. stuff like that. It was literally about so protecting your own because they no one else was. It's really <laughs> fucked up that you only hear one side of the story from mm-hmm. that. Like you hear all about, you know, say I don't know what they call it. Uh, what's another fucking organization that goes about like that? Oh, say like Christopher Columbus. Mm-hmm. We heard a lot about Christopher Columbus going up, and then when you get older, you hear the actual story yeah. of Christopher Columbus and realize what a piece of shit he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So There's definitely a lot of it's crazy to think about it, right? School, that's for sure. Whereas, like in the suburban schools, you they talk about Black Panthers, like oh, they were pretty much like the KKK for mm-hmm. Black people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, that's not the truth, mind you. I didn't hear that. I really didn't hear that in high school that much, and I definitely didn't hear like when I was going to school in the city and middle school and stuff like that. But I to hear that from other people that went to like the suburban schools like all their life and stuff like that, that's fucking crazy to hear that mm-hmm. for me. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, and that's how even the cops were conditioned. They were taught that it was the same thing as one and the same as the KKK. And it's actually funny because that FBI agent, the same guy that's responsible for killing Fred Hampton, fucking was the same guy that brought down a bunch of KKK groups in the South as well. So, like, he literally was just doing what he thought his job was supposed to do. Yeah. Because that's what it was from the top of the chain all the way down. You know what I mean? They just viewed it as, like, oh, he's dangerous. I mean, you like, Fred Hampton was getting people – he was getting, like, white people together. He was getting black people together, mm-hmm. getting Latino, like, community together. He's disenfranchised. Getting, he's getting all these people together that have all this negative – views towards each other and like hey sit down this is our experience let's hear your experience we're all we all bleed red and Mm -hmm. like we're all i'm not gonna say all lives matter because fuck that (laughs) (laughs) we all like we're all like wanting to say we're all like people at the end of the day we have a lot more we all have we we have a lot more at common exactly than you think Mm -hmm. yeah so I, i thought that was a really powerful movie it's definitely worth watching and then um i see i had a couple more things pulled oh yeah so Issa Rae, now that's um, uh, insecure. (laughs) Issa Rae. (laughs) Um, Issa Rae is teaming up. So Issa Rae's show is now coming to an end. We play some City Girls real quick while we announce this. (laughs) No, I'm not playing any City Girls (laughs) on this podcast. (laughs) No, Um, but no, she's teaming up with the City Girls to literally make a series that's kind of script loosely based around the City Girls. 
which is a comedy series. And if you follow like what, Young Miami and what's the other one from JT, JT and Young Miami, they're pretty funny and entertaining people. So I can see how I'm, this. I'm not work. a fan of City Girls' music, to be 100 honest with you. But this is really dope because I do love Insecure and I love Issa Rae's yeah. like, stuff. Issa so Rae is this one is going to be finest. a dope thing. So good so for this, good for the culture. I'm happy. Yeah, that one's awesome. And then we also want to shout out Donald Glover, who um, is getting his own channel on Amazon Prime. So yep. it's going to be. Um, I'm, I think they said, um, what's it called? Atlanta has two more seasons, and then I'm sure he'll be producing and putting a lot of other original content on there, which, I mean, we're going to have a long uh, a long time of awesome <laughs> Donald Glover shit to come out for us. So, when yeah. I just opened with that, that track, that wasn't even a City Girl song. Was a I was going to say, I'm like, was, what are you singing that right was now? A, that was a sweetie song. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But um, let's see. That's all I had down for it, all my TV and movie notes. Did you guys want to – is there any other shows or anything that you – Walking I Dead watched, comes back this uh, this week. I watched The Sound of Metal. That was That's a great that was movie. Sound of Metal? Movie. The oh. Sound of that. The Sound of Metal. That's, I'm, right. I'm really so, out of the loop. Fucking great movie. Uh, Riz Ahmed, if you're familiar with him, he was in Star Wars Rogue One. He the was, Night Of on yeah, HBO. The Night Of. Him and then Olivia Cook from Ready Player One. Uh, so they're in a metal band. She's a lead singer. He's a drummer. And while they're they're you know, touring and stuff like that, and they're in a relationship and everything, so he's traveling with his girlfriend, which is dope. That's cool. In the middle of the tour, like during the set, he starts going partially deaf, and then he eventually goes completely fucking deaf. And it's pretty much the movie is like him trying to cope with being like a musician, from, a, a musician but deaf. Yeah. Like you can't hear oh, shit as so a he, as a metal drummer. His, yeah, his yeah. manager hooks him up with this deaf community, and it's kind of basically about him trying to like learn how to relive, you know, without being able to hear and and how like and that one really tugged at my heartstrings as someone that listens literally has imagine, a head pair dude. of headphones in my fucking ears all day long listening to shit. Like, I, I cried watching that movie, dude. I got upset watching that movie, but it's really really good, and it's it's heartwarming in parts, but like there is definitely very like. I thought the ending was a little heartbreaking, honestly. But I don't want to give it away. So yeah. go watch Sound of Metal. It's on Amazon yeah, Prime spent, for free. Never mind. I, I don't want to go into it in detail. But yeah, it's, it's a great movie. It really that, is. I did He's watch, a great actor. It came out on my the, birthday. So. Oh, shit. Yeah, there you go. go. I did watch that Bliss movie with uh, Selma Hayek. And I didn't watch Wilson. it yet. Uh, it's not bad. It got it got it got dragged through the mud on the ratings, but it I wasn't was gonna bad. Say, <laughs> to was... me, like, I watched the trailer and it looked interesting, but I was like, this could either be cool or it could be awful. Speaking like, of executed poorly. speaking of trailers, Mortal Kombat trailer <laughs> just oh, released. I didn't see that <laughs> shit yet. Yeah, shout out to Mortal Kombat. Uh, hopefully, they do it better here, than the old no, Mortal Kombat movies. Already, oh, I think they will. <laughs> I, already, I already have a fault with it. The lack of Johnny Cage. What? Johnny no Cage. Johnny I don't Cage? think Johnny Cage is going to be in this movie. He's got to be in the movie. I, I looked up the IMDb. He wasn't in the trailer. I didn't see anything about Johnny Cage. Huh. That's weird. So that, that that makes me sad a little bit. However, the trailer looked badass. I feel bad for Jax because Jax, he got his arms fucked up again and got Ooh. the robot arm. A third time that he's he, so on, on screen, that's happened to him. It's almost like I feel bad for uh, Uncle Ben from Star- Spider-Man. Always dying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. All right, well, let's move on to the music news uh, of the week should. that we've got. Um, first up, I had that... D'Angelo is going to be in the next versus battle against um, some friends. Hey. Yeah. So I don't think this is actually going to be really like slated as like people against each other. It seems like more of the so is he's just going to be jamming at a bunch of people that he's collabed with and 
been friends with in the industry over the years, like just couldn't come out and jam too. That's kind of what it feels like, right? Right. Because like, why would you? It's, I think it's just that it's like versus presents basically, like a D'Angelo and Friends concert is what it yeah. feels like it's gonna be. Because it's actually being recorded live at the Apollo Theater. There's not gonna be a crowd or anything, but they are recording it live at the. I Apollo, wonder who's gonna show tight. up, man. I, can see I think Eric so Badu child. will be there. Quest Love will definitely be there. So Pino Palladino will be You know what I kind of hope? Like a sleeper one. I mean, not he doesn't have like 20 songs he could fuck with by any means, but he has like three or four good ones. Mm-hmm. Raheem. 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 Mm-hmm. I could remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. I actually love that track. Raphael Sadiq so will probably be there. Uh, I, I could see uh, Cisco there, actually, too. Cisco kind of fits in that. Cisco? Yeah. I don't think he has any music with Cisco. I could see Cisco showing up, like <laughs> Drew Hill. That was around that era. Drew Hill, I was, I love Drew Hill. That was a great, great group. Uh, <laughs> that's, I, I'm trying to think who would even Let's see, hold on. I got be the in that up. Let's see if it field. Says. It's on February 27th. So we'll be joined like by a mystery friends or what's bound to be a legendary night organizer. Hmm. Say, I want to know what this is gonna be. Uh, hopefully, it's gonna be dope. I, I just don't like the fact that they didn't announce who else is gonna be there. I think it'll be sweet. I feel like it's like one of those like things like hey like hey man we about to have a party and then you ask that that very question who's all gonna be there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's definitely gonna be hey, a who's, who's who. Actually, speaking of D'Angelo, that's one of the best concerts I How ever ever went to in my life was um in at Bonnaroo in 2012. Questlove led the um, Super Jam. And it was D'Angelo's first performance in the United States in 12 years. Wow. And it was D'Angelo, um, Questlove, and some members of The Roots. Um, you had Kendra Foster from Parliament Funkadelic. You had Pino Palladino, who's like one of the most legendary bass players of all time. Just like a who's who of people all jamming together. They did like Jimi Hendrix songs, they did Beatles songs, they did a bunch of D'Angelo songs. It was fucking awesome, man. It was a really awesome night. All but, right. um, um, yeah. Should we get in our call real quick? Well, no, let's finish well, the music news wait, first. Wait, I, I got a good one for music news. Yeah, we got a few things here. Go ahead. Uh, Kenny Beats, Denzel Curry, Unlocked 1.5. Ooh. Coming out March 5th. Okay. Ooh. So it's it's Unlocked, entirely remixed. Um, it's all the same songs. Uh, I'm assuming. Is it like a deluxe site deal? Yeah, no, 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 no. So you know that that remix we played earlier yeah. with uh, Smino and Robert Glasper. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was only to promote the new album. Oh. So they're gonna have a new one with uh, Arlo Parks, Joey Badass, Benny the Butcher. Oh. Like, oh shit, amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Check it out. It's on the 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 teaser video. I don't know if you guys saw the music video for the original Unlocked. Uh, I don't think I did the music video. You, you should watch it. You should watch it. There's a bit of backstory to it. And then they, they released a, a teaser a couple days ago, kind of just like introducing Unlocked 1.5. And it just carries on from that first video. So <laughs> it, it's really cool. It's like a it's like a, a music video about the album, but it tells a story. That's it's, sweet. It's really cool. So Also, in like in teasing news, um, IDK just uh, teased that he has new music with Andre 3000 in the works coming out soon. So uh, I'm looking to that. He posted some screenshots and shit on his uh, social media, uh, like a text thread between him and Andre saying that the music was done. So that sounds awesome. You know, oh, I got one actually, another one I want to talk about real quick Uh, in music news. uh, Local act. Uh, we don't really talk about him enough. I've heard the name before. I've never really deep dive into him. And all my Ipsy people that's going to 
hear this podcast is probably gonna kill me for this, but mm-hmm. I I just started listening to Polo Frost recently, mm-hmm. and I saw that he called into Rude Jude, and he has a song with Sada Baby. Oh shit, I'm not even yeah. Familiar so with him. like, shout out to shout out to Polo Frost. Actually. Sweet, yeah. yeah, I have to check him out. Uh, I don't I'm even probably know. gonna look into him a little bit more, but yeah. And then we also want to say thank God Sci High is okay. Oh my Holy God, shit. dude! Yeah. yeah, his car got shot at while he was driving yeah. in Atlanta, and now he's kind of calling for the OGs in Atlanta to get together and have a meeting and figure this shit out while there's so much uh, violence going on surrounding hip-hop in Atlanta right now. Um, yeah, I guess he was targeted while he was driving, and he got he somehow got safely off the road. But, um, yeah, that's fucking nuts. I think they shot at him, like, what, like six or seven times or something And then like he, he crashed a car or into the pole, got oh, out of it. and it, too? Yeah, oh, shit, he crashed to a pole, and then they shot at the, the car that Shit's was crashed, fucking like that me. rolled over. He was already gone by then, but oh, they shot at that car. Yeah. Thank God Sai is okay. Yeah, yeah. Is we we love Sai. Special talent. I yeah. wonder if they know they were shooting at Sai. I mean, I feel like if the car crashed and they're still shooting at the car that's crashed into the pole and rolled over, they wanted that dude dead. Whoever yeah, the fuck but, it was. but but yeah. but I wonder. I wonder if they were intending for it to be Sai. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, he put a whole thing on the Instagram. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't think I have beef with anybody in Atlanta in my city, but. You know, let me know if it's something I can clear up. Let me know if you know if this was actually meant for me. He said, "I mean, I don't, I didn't, I don't have the Instagram up, so I'm not gonna read it verbatim." But I'm reading his Twitter right now, and I don't know if it's um, I don't know if this is the case here, but if you're famous and rich, turn your locations off on your fucking social yeah, media. Yeah, don't please, please. That's, that's, how they, that's how they got pop smoke. Don't do that. Yep. Yep. Um, and then also quickly, I wanted to mention that Bobby Schmurda might be coming home in five days. So shout out to Bobby Smurda. The world is waiting. We the cannot hat wait. can finally come out the sky. <laughs> yeah. But we've also been told this like six or seven times. So hopefully this time it's actually true. Um, we wanted to mention that Fred the Godson got his, his own, own street. street named after him in the Bronx. So we want to say R.I.P. Fred the Godson, who was for- unfortunately he, taken from us due earlier to this year due to COVID. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, he was just a phenomenally talented uh, hip hop artist. Um, and then the last thing I had on here. Oh yeah, was that. Um, Lauren Hill's The Miseducation of Lauren Hill went diamond. diamond. 10 million sold. That is crazy. She Quite joins a, the joined an elite of, uh, class. A very elite class. Super yeah. elite. I don't have, I think they said Eminem's got I, diamonds. Eminem Biggie, has two diamond albums. Biggie has two. Uh, I, I didn't check Mariah Carey. I was just checking rappers. But it was Beastie Boys, MC Hammer. That's crazy. Uh, Tupac. Uh, actually, I ha- you know I got the list right. I think here. they said right. also that Mariah Carey, Britney Spears, both have them. Nelly, Nelly. Oh yeah, uh, Nelly. Outcast, Outcast. Eminem has two. Tupac has one. Biggie has two. Okay. So yeah, that's a pretty yeah. elite status. And I'm sure there's probably some other, but that's Naomi Osaka won Australian Open by the way yesterday. She did win it. Yeah, okay. She, so, so, that's that's so good for her, yeah. man. That's her fourth title, making yeah. her the youngest. Uh, woman ever to get four titles in um, tennis. Should we, uh, awesome. should we should we make this call? Are we good? Yeah, so the last thing that we wanted to do before we wrap this podcast is we tried to call him last week, but he didn't know we were calling him. And this week he should know that we're calling him. <laughs> so we're going to hit up our boy Frost as Rad for a little chat because he's been dropping some uh, singles. Every Friday this man's been dropping. We called, <laughs> we called him like, hey, man, you're going on a pod and whatever. Uh, he goes, oh, shit. I'm, I forgot to drop a music. I forgot to drop a song. I'm going to drop it right now. <laughs> Yo. Frost is rap. Hey. <laughs> What's good? What's what up, on? my man? Hanging. Chilling, man. How Just doing, finished G? having dinner. Ah, oh, shit. What, what you got on the plate? <laughs> oh, man. My dad was cooking. He made a tomahawk steak, ooh, ooh. baked potatoes, asparagus, French onion soup. 
Fuck. It was great. Man, that sounds like you should invite me over. No, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you know I will. <laughs> Podcast dinner? <laughs> gotcha. So let's talk about, uh, you've been dropping the song every Friday, my man. Yeah. Let's talk about the most recent uh, couple. Okay. So we, uh, this Friday we dropped Loaded Gun. Um, last week we dropped, shit, I've been dropping so many songs, it's hard to remember the name. Um, I'm about to I'm about to get you queued up here. Hell of a ride. Um, and then this Friday coming up, I think we're gonna drop this one. I didn't even name it yet. I just got it back from being mixed. I think I'm gonna name it Funny Guy or something like that. I don't know. It's got a good feel at the beginning. It's a good song though. Gotcha, man. So what's so what's the what's the plan here? I know you're dropping a song every Friday. Till are you promoting an album? You're just like trying to get the singles out there. Like what? What's what's the goal here? No, nah, man. A couple labels approached me um, with a couple first. So right now I'm just I'm just keep it real, man. I'm trying to start a bidding war, bro. Oh so. shit! Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just dropping content because I'm happy being independent. You know, a little a little push for marketing would be nice if somebody wanted to grab like one of my singles and run with that. I'd I'd be down to do a deal like that. But um, you know, I'm just trying to start a pot a bit. I dig that, man. I, all right, so I got you. I got you songs queued up here. I got a hell of a ride. I got it hurts. I got real. Looks like it's in order of uh order of release here. I say you got one you want us to play. Um, let's see. Um, play it hurts. It hurts. It hurts is cool. All right, I got you after we hang up, bro. By the way, this man is the only person I've ever met that has like a liquor Keurig machine. <laughs> oh, you do? That's fucking sick. That's a real thing. Yeah. Yes, it's it's super dope. It's called. I I don't even know if I should say the name because they're not paying us, man. They need to sponsor ah, you guys. I'm gonna say, say got throw some got throw some stacks our way for that <laughs> shit. But definitely, it's it, it's super dope. What you they sell the pots. You need an ice shaker for some of the drinks. Like it'll tell you what you do. It'll say place shaker under the thing full of ice hit the button you want it strong light or <laughs> medium you got whatever drink you want that when you guys come amazing. over when you guys come over getting fucked up oh man so, that sounds fun just be, <laughs> but, uh, you what, might need to uber home <laughs> what brews <laughs> what brews you got on uh man what you been drinking lately um I, I found this one beer it's called cherry bomb it's delicious and then this other one called White Russian. <laughs> I just can't seem to get enough of that. Oh, man. Hey. I wonder who did that shit. Yeah. What, what, yeah, what I, is that? Tell us more. <laughs> you know, I actually drink it drink it for breakfast. Like, I, I, I really fuck with it. It's heavy. <laughs> I was say, it seems like a good breakfast that's beer. A that's a dangerous one. It is. That's a very oh, dangerous one. Wait, <laughs> wait, White Russian, that's the one from Easter Market, right? It's from Easter Market, yes. <laughs> yeah, fuck the guy on that like cover. like Bozo name. <laughs> yeah, I, I like to drink my White Russian, and I like to have pancakes. Didn't some kind of Bozo named E-Man make that beer or something like that? Yeah. The recipe? That guy sucks. <laughs> no, yeah, he's, a real, he's, he's a real piece of work. <laughs> you are something else. <laughs> you are something else. <laughs> <laughs> Frost, we want to have yeah, you back man. on here in person sometime, dude. You know, whenever you guys say the word, I'm there. Hell yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciate the love as always. Um, you know, you guys said you're going to play It Hurts, but I really like Loaded Gun, and that's going crazy on Spotify. Loaded, yeah. Loaded Gun or Some Days. Okay. I got that queued up right now anyway, so we'll play Loaded Gun Either one you. of those, 
those those shits go hard. Sundays and Loaded Gun. That's that's what I've been really pushing lately. So, anything else you want to promote real quick before we let you go? Oh man, um, shout out to AV Club and just the gang, man. Like everybody, great job with your cover happen. art lately too, dude. I like all the uh, the little artwork you got on all your your new releases. Thank you. That's that's just me and um. That's just me and the homie Kevin, man. Me yep. and the homie Kevin. Hell We're getting yeah. it in. Working hard. I got oh yeah, real quick. I actually want got one more question I want to ask. What's you and Craig Owens up to? I saw that I saw that post about the video. Oh shit. So Craig hit me up. Um because I you know, me and him, we always chop it up on like some creative stuff. So he hit me up and he's doing the drugs album and he's got the merch coming. So we're gonna shoot some creative visuals for his merch and you know, maybe some music videos for the for the album once he drops it. But right now, he's focusing on his merch. He's a super creative you, dude. You man. know, I didn't know Craig Owens did the beat for One Shot, One Kill on a, on the Compton album. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Did really? that. With he, the John Connor that's track. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, he's down with Dre and John Connor, like... Him and John Connor did like a um a IG live one day and it and, and there was some really good information going through there. Like they they've been down with each other for a minute. That's, so yeah, yeah, I saw like it was a a video a while back. It was like uh Chiodos brought out John Connor on stage at uh what's that what's that shit in Pontiac? Crowfoot. Crowfoot? Yeah. Yeah. John Connor got a track out with Locksmith right now that goes crazy. What? Those that, two are, I gotta hear that. Those two go nuts on it. Just dropped like a couple weeks ago. I forget the name of it, but it's a, it's a Locksmith song featuring John Connor. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, you tonight, should. I think like there's a the video home. for it, too. Oh, hell yeah. You know I love videos. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, shout out to Craig. He's a he's a fucking legend, man. A great guy. Too, uh, Craig, man. yeah, formerly of Chiodos. If you guys, stuff, man. Yeah, if you guys don't know, familiar with Craig Owens, formerly of Chiodos, Sounds Like Animals Fighting. Mm. Uh, dude puts out dope music. I never met him in person, but... I got Frost to tell me his greatness. So oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, shit, Frost. Thanks for picking up with us, bro. We'll uh, we'll talk to you on the phone here after this about uh, sometime we can get you in the actual studio with us. Bet I'm ready. Just uh, let bro. me know, guys. And I'm I'm holding you to um to getting fucked up maybe this weekend. Let me know. Oh, I'm down. Cheated, I'm down. Bro. All you have to say. <laughs> By this weekend, you mean tonight? <laughs> no oh, yeah. Frost, you never met Gabe in person. I don't think you ever nah, met Gabe yet. Nah. Yeah, Gabe's our third now. What's up? Hi. Well, bring that motherfucker, too. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, bro. All right, my dude. All right, we'll talk to you. All right, guys. Peace. 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 And I since fucking love Frost, man. Without further ado. That sounds fun as fuck. <laughs> here is a little bit of Frost's Rad's new track where you can Frost's Rad is spelled out as one word on uh What do I what do I have playing? I, what do you have playing? Is that me or That's you? you? No. It's, that's not me. Oh, it's playing out of the Sci High news article. I'm gonna say that's not <laughs> me. <laughs> I don't even have anything else. Both oh, tripping. I'm like, wait, what? Um, anyways, Frost is rad. If you're looking for him on the DSPs, is spelled out as one word. So Frost is rad. Um, and here's Loaded Gun. Oh my god, he just <laughs> flogged the dolphin before a big date. Are you crazy? That's like going out there with a loaded gun. <laughs> of course that's why you're nervous. When I hit the plane, I'm in space. Kirkle Bane feeling on the way. You don't wanna go there, oh we gonna go there. I'ma leave my love on your face. 
He's definitely uh, been doing that's experimenting guy, a lot with like the pop punk type music too, which I is really it. dope. That's, yeah, that's that sounds guy, cool, man. That's it reminds great. me of like those like two thousands of college movies, you know. Frost, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I got a, I got a quick story about Frost. So I was over his house like a month or two ago, and he has like a studio set up now. And he was like, "Hey, man, you try rap?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's fucking pull up some beats." He pulled up like some Slipknot like metal type beats or whatever. Like it's like a cover art of fucking like Slipknot's. Uh, what was their fucking the one with dur- durability on it. I forgot. B- I don't know any Dad, music. Before I forget, what was, what was that album? I forgot. Anyway, it was that album artwork. And I'm looking, and the beat is just straight up like some metal type shit. I'm like, all right, I'm going to try and write some shit to this real quick. We went it, go for it. I don't know if it's ever going to see the light of day, but we did it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking uh, love Frost, man. That's my guy. Well, we're running pretty long as it is right now, so we'll go ahead and wrap this baby up. And as Play we told off. you on the first, uh, at the beginning of the podcast, that we're going to end it with a little Rihanna in honor of her birthday. And E-Man, uh, you wanted to switch it to Pour It Up, Pour It Up, right? Is that what you wanted to no, play? Let's go, oh, no, let's go Bitch Better, better Have My Money. money. Gotta what, have what is, uh, what's that song called? Bitch Better Have My Money. What's that album is that on? It's a single. Oh. <laughs> let's see, hold on. I th- I'm pretty That's sure a it's a single. throwback, man. That is absolutely my favorite Rihanna song. That's nuts. I don't know why it is, but it is. It's probably my least favorite Rihanna song. And we got it pulled up. You're right my here. least favorite Rihanna song. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite Rihanna song. That was like, yep. Here's a little bit of Rihanna for you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace. Adios. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Moolala. Yeah, yeah. Bitch, better have my money. Y'all should know me well. Ha, 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 ha.